one of my coworkers started OnlyFans, but it's not worth the fifteen dollars a month. Did you see it? I saw she made a Twitter for it, and she like showed some of the sneaks, uh, like the the, the preview pictures or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good on that. Listen, unless you're doing some filthy shit, don't even tell me. Nah, man, it was it just. I can't believe I'm about to say this term, but it was underwhelming porn. It was like the shit you see on Showtime, mm-hmm. and then it was this. Oh. So the stuff on Showtime is above what she dropped. Is it above the stuff on Cinemax? No, it's below that. Where they were just dry humping, like you know that there's no penetration. Yeah. Going on. Yeah, it's below that. Like the positioning was all off. Yeah. It's like, why is your knee on her sphincter? Like, sir. Like, your penis shouldn't be in her belly button, sir. That's not how that works. If your dick is that large, you have a problem. And then she would just be moving. Like, none of the movements had anything to do with sex. It looked like she was having a stroke. There's that, and then right, right below that is her OnlyFans. Wow. But God bless her. She has 37. Hold on. Let me check her Twitter right quick. You want to give her a shout out? No, I'm good on that. Okay. I'm going to shout out people that pay us and family. About to say, yeah, I'm about to say that's a damn lie. Because <laughs> we shout out Oh, no, she has, 40, she has 40 followers on Twitter now. God bless her. Get your money, Ma. Hmm. So you got Tell her to follow the show. I want to send a special shout out to the Rocky Mountain states. Three of which only have about 37 people living in them all together. North and South Dakota and Wyoming. We're coming for you, Montana. We're coming for the number one spot. And Montana. We are on Podomatic in the top 25 in society and culture. <laughs> We're working on getting in the top 25 in all of their podcasts. So thank y'all for subscribing and playing and dropping those five-star reviews. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for letting us grow. But since there's nobody from there that um, makes music that we would probably listen to or play on the show, I'm just going to go ahead and, in the spirit of SummerSlam, play this. Boy, you know they're going to pull this shit off this episode so quick. No, we good. What else? I can imagine him in the studio recording this. You know who else was singing this with him? Who? Sensational Sherry. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're going to have a conversation about Paul George here soon. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of This Ain't a Podcast featuring Spread. Indeed. Today, uh, we got a few things we want to talk about before we get to the wrestling. One of which happened earlier this morning. It, it's been going on for a few days now. The Baltimore Ravens signed, uh, I would say he's a superstar, 
I would just say he's a, a, a good addition to your defense. To a degree. Earl Thomas was a safety. He was a member of the Legion of Boom up there in Seattle. He actually played his ass off up there, too. Um, and then we ended up getting him because he fell out with the Seahawks. Last year, he played all right. I thought this year he was going to play a little bit better for us. You were hoping. Uh, <laughs> we're kind of safe in the backfield, but I thought he was going to just produce. At least he wouldn't be turned into a blocker again by, <laughs> by Derrick Henry. But, you know, I, I, I just... I just thought he was going to produce better this year than last year. Then the report comes out that he got to a fight with Chuck Clark. People, I know y'all don't know who Chuck Clark is. If you're not a Ravens fan, you wouldn't really know who Chuck Clark is. He is literally the nicest human being on the planet. The fact that he's (laughs) playing football and he's playing defense is something else. Because he is literally the nicest human being on the planet. So to pick a fight with him, you were in the wrong. So they pick a fight, they send both of those guys back to the locker room. It happened at the end of practice anyway, so they're like, here, y'all go cool off. Earl decides to break cardinal rule number one when it comes to training camp, and that is release footage of practice on social media. And I said, they're going to cut him. He's going to get cut. They're not going to keep him here for this. I wake up this morning, he's gone. He's no longer with the team. I say this to say, I don't think he wanted to come to Baltimore anyway. Is it too soon to ask? Um, was the problem Seattle, or was it, or has he always been a nutcase? Well, twenty twenty has exposed <laughs> a lot about Earl Thomas. Oh man, him and his brother have a really close relationship. <laughs> uh, you know, among other things, it's like Derek Henry put his hand on his back, and like his life just was never the same. Yeah, because now it seems like. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe Pete Carroll wasn't uh wasn't exactly wrong. I mean, if you run Richard <laughs> Sherman out of town, something might be. And there's reports about the Ravens locker room not really fucking with Earl like that. See, and it always happens. See, motherfuckers are are slick, boy. They you'll be you'll be a locker room leader right up until you're not, and then. All the reports, all the people that swore you were a locker room leader are like, hey, yeah, yeah, he was on some shit before, too. We didn't want to say nothing because he was the man, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm reading reports that Marcus Peters didn't really fuck with him, and, and that's one human being I do not want to pick a fight with at all. So, you got Marcus Peters, you got a few guys, um, another very uh, nice individual in Marlon Humphrey who has said, nah, this isn't right. And a lot of it has to deal with, like, his play on the field. Like, he doesn't, he just sticks to the play. He doesn't really try to wing it sometimes. And so it caused the team a few times. I think he's going to Dallas. I think he always wanted to go to Dallas. He lives in Austin, so that wouldn't be too far from where he lives. I just think he wanted to get, he, he wanted to get so far away from Seattle at that point. It didn't matter who picked him up. See, and if you're doubt, I understand, like, if his on-the-field work good enough to mask what's going to happen in the locker room, because I don't think it is anymore. 
I don't think it was when he was in Seattle. Because when you when you're a cornerback and you can't cover anybody anymore, they moved you to safety. Well, what happens when you become a liability at safety? You're done. You're just done. Yeah. He's a liability at safety. If we're being real. He was never he was a hitter. He can he can smoke you when it comes to putting the pass down into you. But I don't think he was ever if you got that nigga in coverage, oh, he was barbecued chicken every time. Cause he's undersized. He he can't cover no he's not covering no tight ends. Not in this league. He's not fast enough to cut to keep up with your slot receiver. So what are you doing? What are you doing with him? I think he'll be fine with Dallas. There's also reports that the 49ers want to get him. If he was smart. He's going to get picked up by another team. Yeah, yeah. If he was smart, he would go to the Niners. Well, I mean, either team would be. If I want to get paid, I'm going to Dallas. Which I don't know if they have that money to pay him. Yeah, I don't know either. Because they showed the stats on what happened after we cut him today. They're fighting for that guarantee that he was supposed to get this season. They're fighting like keep that in pocket. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know what kind of cat room Dallas has, and I don't know if they have if they're going to give up people because I, I from what I heard he was still he was still on the on the team. He, y'all were just either going to release him or trade him. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is is going to be about a week or so that you're going to look for trade partners, which I'm sure there'll be an abundance of. So even if even because he don't have a no trade clause, nothing so. He's gonna. He'll probably get traded before anything else because y'all gonna want something back. Well, I think they they did they made that move so that they can free up because they had dead cap space that they were trying to free up. Okay. So I think that's why they they released the term uh, detrimental to the team. Yeah. Because that means that they don't have to give him the guarantee ten mil and then some other shit. So this might just be them politicking their way into trading him to somebody to get something else. Yeah. So, but I see, I see, I, I, he'll, he'll probably get, I, I can see him getting traded first. I could, I could, he's not going to be without a team all. Yeah, he, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, he, he, I mean, he's kind of mediocre, but he's the name now. Yeah. But what do you, what, do you, what would you be willing to give up for him? I don't know. Safety, you having a good safety ain't moving the needle a whole lot of places. No. You know what I'm saying? That's why safe, safety is like your fucking, I don't know, what, what position in basketball would you equate a safety to? Like a, like your small forward? A shooting guard, maybe? Yeah, it's either between a small forward and a shooting guard. Yeah. So I just think it's just one of those things like you can win, you'll win championships without a strong, a fucking, a great safety. And it don't take much to be a great if you if you could cover somebody one on one as a safety, then you're 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 a head head and shoulders above everybody else already. But then that doesn't stay forever. But they were talking about trying to get um either Tony Jefferson back, which I hope they don't I hope they don't get Tony Jefferson back. Cause he was just letting too many people run right past him. Or Eric Weddle, who is great um at covering people, he just don't hit. It'll be interesting to see, though, but it was a hell of a goddamn way to wake up. 
I bet they wish they would have uh, maybe offered some money for that Jamal Adams boy. Because I'm pretty sure they ignored, they they weren't trying, I'm pretty sure they didn't keep the wheels on Jamal Adams because they had safety. Sorry. I don't think they had the money for it. Well, I mean, all they had to do was, it was a trade. Well, I guess he. And they're still trying extension. to, and then they're still trying to work that deal with old boy at linebacker. I can't think of his name right now. But he's like one of our best linebackers and they're trying to restructure, they're still trying to restructure his deal. Gotcha. So I don't, I don't know um, exactly what Jamal was asking for. Yeah, because I can't, I can't even remember. Because he got traded and then he got extended. But I can't remember what the terms of his extension were. Mm-hmm. But it ain't moved the needle nowhere. Because he was trying to go somewhere and get money. Yeah, and compete. Yeah. Hey, uh, if the if the if the everybody's all math was saying Dallas, uh, that Philadelphia team might fuck around and snatch him. I can see that they need they need some help. They could use a, I guess they could use a safety. They need something. But Dallas just seems to fit because he's been trying to get there for a minute. Yeah, and I think, and here's the funny thing about shit like that. When people are trying to get to Dallas and it takes them too long, by the time they get to Dallas, it's it, the, the purpose is defeated. <laughs> it don't even matter anymore. You're about two, three seasons too late, Earl. And like four foot injuries for like four leg injuries too late that was another thing too when I was watching him this past season he just didn't look he didn't like move the same I bet he did <laughs> like he was still good but it was like he wasn't cutting the same way but he might be better now I don't know I mean, he's definitely going to have some off-the-field issues. And then he's trying to go home and play football? See, I don't. that's why I never, I never knew why players wanted to go back to their hometown to play sports, professional sports. Why would you want to do that? Why would you want, as a multimillionaire person, why would you want to be close to people that you've been trying to get away from? So, like Aaron Hernandez? Yes. But he got drafted by them. So, that just happened. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he yeah. he, he, went, he was on another team, became a free agent, and then went back there to play. He they, they literally picked him up and was like, you're with us now. And as, a, as an organization, you're not going to – he was a fucking he – was, he was probably the best tight end in that draft, one of the best tight ends in that draft. There's no way that you're going to do see that on the board and be like, no, we're not going to take that. Especially when you feel like you, he's ex- escaped the issues in his life. I mean, they were wrong, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But there are athletes that I've seen, like, you see them, they're like, hey, I'm going to go home and play. <laughs> I'm going to go back to where it all started. Tarmella, why would you want to go back to New York? It just seems like the people that you shouldn't be around or you need not have them in your presence or in your circle area would be a lot closer to you than they need to be. I don't know, but I'm not, I'm, I'm a broke dude that doesn't play any sports. So I don't, I don't know. We'll get that money soon. Your mouth to God's ears. Speaking of things coming to us soon, we spoke on this a few weeks ago. 
Brandy versus Monica. They're going to be in the same room. Going hit for hit. Yeah. I didn't think that this was going to happen. At least not them being in the same room. I didn't either. (laughs) Only because this this seems like the celebrity death match of versus. Yeah. um, They had been talking crazy to one another for years now. So is this like a love-hate relationship with them now? I think it's always been that. Because I remember they were performing somewhere at some award show and Monica punched Brandy straight in the face. Yeah, I think it's always been a love-hate thing between them. I personally don't think that they can stand each other. But they're both businesswomen to the point that they know it's, it's obviously good when they're with each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're like... I don't know. They're, they're like the, the best female tag team in the history of fucking wrestling. So why would you? Why would you ever want to leave your tag team partner if y'all? They are like Hulk Hogan, Randy Macho Man Savage. They're definitely they're definitely the mega powers, easily. So I get it, but they're also two very strong personalities. We we know that for sure. Two very talented individuals. <clears throat> Two names in '90s R&B that, and I don't, I don't know how to use the term diva, but they, they, they were divas, both of them. What do you do when you have? What's worse than having one diva? Two. There was definitely a time when they both just dominated the radio, in it, R&B at least. There's a reason why Mariah Carey only does shit by herself. <laughs> she did that one song with Whitney, and that was it. And boy, can you believe? I would love her to be a fly on the wall for those studio sessions. Oh, my God. Mariah, they're supposed to, you're supposed to know better. But they were so young when they started doing this shit, they really didn't know themselves that well yet. Yeah, I think they were both, like, in their early teenage stages when they dropped. They were still, like, relatively kids. You know what I'm saying? They don't know that they're fucking divas yet. (laughs) Because why would they? But they were absolutely divas. So then you put them two together. All it takes is one track. <laughs> one one set of studio sessions for one fucking song. And you get the worst of everything. And then when that song is basically them versus each other. Dog. <laughs> everything just came full circle. They were their own source material on that. Yes. And maybe, maybe. That song was based on something that happened between them. You think they were both fighting over Sean and Boys to Men? M- maybe. Because I think that's or, when Brandy was dating him. Or somebody else. It don't even have to be that person. Because how many times have we seen females stop fucking with a dude, but get upset when somebody else starts fucking with that dude? So maybe it was something like that. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a story or two from this versus. I'm hoping. I'm Boy. not going to watch it because it's on my birthday. So I'm, I'm definitely not going to sit there for two hours and watch these Boy, two. Boy, they need to put a cage in between them or something. Because they could easily break down this verses to just whatever verse they had on that song. Dog. And who's going to play? Are they just going to play like off rip? They're just going to play the whole song and be like, oh, this is this is our round one. Are they going to close the show with that? 
They can either start the show with that or close it with I that. I would close it with that if, if but everything just be ends amicably. Each each chick's round. Because you got to play it. You're going to have to play it. And one of them can't play it without the other one playing it. I think it should go to Monica. I think Monica should play it. And I'm going to tell you why. Brandy got hits. There was like a six-year span where Brandy was everywhere and she had hits but you're not gonna tell me that monica should be able to play it because she don't have as many hits as i do um <laughs> that's, no, not, that's I, not if, fair. if we go on 20 that's why i say the one round should just be the song for both of them no nah, because that's going to make it even more lopsided for brandy well not if that 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 round right there brandy is a tie. got <laughs> hits dog i'm not saying she but i'm saying this if you just play this song, if that and even they do an extra round for it. Chains and fucking Ross was just playing songs after the shit was over. That's what, yeah, they're going to have to just save that for like, <laughs> we're done. All right. This is great. We're glad we did this. But while, while that boy the, is mine. While the camera is running, they absolutely have to play the boy is mine. Matter of fact, they need to get Makai Pfeiffer in that bitch. Fly him down to Atlanta? Yep. Because they're doing it out of Tyler Perry uh, Studios. Yep. I'm down there. Have him actually introduce everything. Like, yo. Like, damn, man. 25 years ago, I was in this situation. And... You know, I did I did them both dirty, but you know what I'm saying? It, it really wasn't my fault. <laughs> what, Makai? Nobody, nobody asked me that. <laughs> they get sick to the script. And luckily, everybody still looks the same. So, yeah. They could easily, like, re recreate that intro if they really wanted to do that for verses. I don't think they will. I mean, we've or seen, that ending where like we've seen crazier things, yeah. And I think two chains them push the push the envelope with having the strippers come. So I think people might start getting more performative with uh, with their verses. I see that. All in all, I I, I just believe Brandy's gonna win this one, but. Yeah, I see that too. I, I'm just glad that they at least agreed to do this. Hey, I will tell you this though. If I do watch it, if I do spare a couple hours of my birthday to watch it, I I might I might tear up when she played Angel of Mine. Boy, that was my joint. That was my joint, dog. What does Brandy have that can actually go up against that? Uh Against Angel of Mine, I don't really know Brandy's music like that. I mean, I have one Brandy song on my phone, and that is that shit. It's called Long Distance. This one it's from a. Uh, uh, oh, I know, I know. What? Hold on, I'm gonna play it. All right, I know exactly what song Brandy could play to uh, because Angel of Mine was yeah, that was one of those that made you uh. That made you feel a certain way. And it didn't help that I had a crush on a chick named Angel at the time. But dog. Broken Boy, if she dropped this.
This ain't the remix with Boys to Men, by the way. Yeah, I think this could go against Angel Lamar. Come on, man. Stop. I'm... You alright over there? Yeah, I'm good. Alright. I think that's the only song I can really, because Angel, oh boy, Angel Mind is, that makes you feel a certain way. Dog. That was that shit, bro. And she was only like 17 when she dropped that too? That was on her first album. <sighs> yeah, if they went, uh, like, against each other's first albums. Hey, when when, when Monica dropped So Gone, hey, listen, man, I don't... <laughs> That's so gone gonna have Brady looking kind of funny. That's so gone shit is. Oh man. But Brandy got the collabs. She do. She do. And she collab with legends. Nah, she do got she yeah, she do. It'll be great if you're a nineties R and B lover. That'll be that'll be a great that'll be a great battle right there. And I was wondering what they were going to do after uh, Chains and Ross anyways. I'm sorry. Uh, Angela Ma was off of her second CD. Her second album. Damn, she came out in 95, bro. That's what I'm saying. They were so young. God damn. Because Monica's going to drop like this and like that. She's going to drop that don't take a personal shit. Mm. I just want to be all alone. Man, come on. And then Brandy going to drop. Sitting up in my room. Oh my god, dog! Brandy might drop the Moesha theme song. She gonna drop the shit from Cinderella. Oh my god! Impossible. Yeah, she gonna fold. She gonna fold Monica up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she got that. She got the collab that she did with Gladys Knight and Chaka Khan. She got some dog. She gonna fold her up, boy. Dog. I know we did the whole the whole music that do to watch a fucking Britney Spears Christina Aguilera versus bro. I need that. Who you? Think? <laughs> well, okay. Because apparently they don't actually beef. They they were like part of with yeah, Justin Timberlake yeah. and, and Ryan Gosling and them. So they've known each other since they were kids. Yeah, yeah. I still want it though. It's going to be great. I feel like you're limiting them. To only twenty, what a, a lot of a lot of these are just limiting the artist to twenty. I feel like you're holding them back, dog. Like 20, twenty, we just gonna look offended. We just watched <laughs> Ross mop the floor with two chains and barely touched his catalog. Really, they gonna look at you great like twenty? Uh, uh-uh. uh, we're not coming in at least is at least fifty. And remember, this is at a time their their first c- CDs each. They basically released every song as singles. And all of them were hits. Every, all of those shits were running TRL. All of them. But it's hard to do these versus shits, man. I give it up to Swiss and Tim because it's hard to find two artists that are comparable. It's like what number of records wise, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's really hard to be able to, because we look at shit, we're like, yo, let's do, Let's get this in. and we're we're talking about these artists getting mopped up by other other artists and it's it's usually we're usually dead on. With these what I've noticed about these battles, it's not necessarily that you don't have the songs. 
we want to see you because we know you have the songs. Yes. You got to put them in the right order. I think that's what got Teddy. Because he was like, oh, I got all these bangers. And Babyface was just chilling like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's another, that's another hit to your ego. When you look at the reaction of the person sitting across from you while you're, I think that's what got Fab. Because <laughs> that battle should have been a lot closer than it was. I mean, he, he was always going to lose the kiss, but it, it could have been better. He could have looked a lot better in, in defeat. There's only been a few of them where I said, I, 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 I can't tell you who won. Like the Jill Scott, Erica Badu one. Yeah. That, I, I don't even think they were battling. I think they were just like, oh, let's just play our shit. Like, I think they were just doing that so people could vibe to them. That's why I think this one's going to be a little a little bit similar to that one. Their, their, their fan base is a Venn diagram. If, there was a, if their fan base was a Venn diagram, it'd just be one circle. What else do we need to uh, touch on before we get into it? Um, you want to talk about the bubble? I mean, nothing's really changed. The, I mean, teams, the teams that are supposed to be winning right now are winning. We just watched, I just watched Joel Embiid get his ass swept out the playoffs. They're going to blow that whole team up. Um, Portland lost again yesterday. And oh, that well, was Saturday. and that was their most complete game. Like, I looked at, like, the stats. And that was Portland's most complete actual game of the, where they got the whole team effort. Like, Melo had, like, 20. CJ McCollum went all Everybody went off on the start. They just didn't have no help from the bench. The Heat are about to sweep Indiana. Yeah, which, hey, let's we got to have a conversation about Victor Oladipo real quick. Go ahead. I don't even think he won. Has he played? Yes. He's played after the after game one? Mm-hmm. I don't think he wants to be there. Because he played his ass off um, game three. Did he? Yeah. I don't really think he wants to be there. They just, their defense is horrible. I remember they were saying that I thought he opted out before and then changed his mind. I don't really think he wants to be there. I think there are some people that actually, they're, they're done. I don't think, we, we like to act like the whole NBA was like, yeah, let's, everybody that plays was like, yeah, I want to play. I want to, I don't, I think there are people that were like, yo, I didn't want to be here in the first place. But they're on a good team and they, they got, they, they kind of got to go. I think Victor just wanted to go because maybe he thought they would get a better matchup. And he, I think he thought his, because uh, what's the name of old boy? And in the end, that's supposed to be like the next big thing. But he didn't show up. Um, Sabonis? I think so. Okay. Oh, I don't think I don't think is that he didn't. I think he's injured. Or I think that something happened where their, their number one didn't show up. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I and think so it's Sabonis. I, yeah. I, I think that that's the main reason why he's sort of like, damn, we don't have all the people. See, and, and, I, and it, I think this matchup was always going to be this matchup because – there wasn't going to be a whole lot of movement for the bottom of their their playoff thing, especially because, I mean, and, and then there was only one extra team they brought, which they didn't even have to bring the Wizards. Yeah, I don't know why they brought the Wizards. Though. I don't even think the Wizards won a game. Or the Kings. Or the No, the Kings beat us in the last game. Did it really matter? No. D- listen, everybody looked at – our whole performance, it was like, man, the Lakers are really out here stinking it up. 
We got our we got y'all got the number one seed after two games. Yes. We and we didn't really need to play for that. Like we played for that just to 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 finish off getting the one seed because that's what was one of the goals to get the one seed. But we had nothing to play for the entire time. And even if we didn't, nigga, we could have slept walked through ninety percent of the games, and just from other teams' performances, we would have got the one seed. I think all it, I think all it took was like the Clippers losing like two games and we got we had the one seed sewn up. So why the fuck were we gonna dog? You see all these niggas that went out injured with injuries because they tried too hard during mm-hmm. the bubble game, nigga. Portland's big dude Zach Collins got injured in the Brooklyn game and he's done. This motherfucker Patrick Beverly talking shit about niggas getting injured and doing all and this motherfucker got a calf injury missing games. No, nah, I'm I I'm I'm glad that we went through that whole bubble those seeding games and we didn't lose not one leg of the injury. And now it's gonna be a real problem for them because now Rajon is back. I don't care what you say, this nigga Rondo plays like some of the best defense on fucking Dame Lillard of anybody in the league. That's the reason why those niggas got swept by the Pelicans two years ago. Mm, boy. Oh, Dallas won. So was that two two? Yep. You know, for a, a team that's supposed to be so good with defense, you just allowed Dallas to score 135 points. Granted, it was an OT also, but that's a lot of points. In a playoff game. In a playoff game. Without without Porzingis. Let's see how much, uh, let's see how much my man, uh, my man, see how many, oh, man. Ask me how many points Paul George had. How many points did Paul George have? Nine. In the quarter? Ask me how long how many minutes Paul George played. Wait, no, that was that was just like the first quarter, right? Nope. That was for a full game? Forty five minutes. That's what that's what OT. <laughs> he went three for fourteen. One for seven on threes, and he had two free throws, and he made them both. On the he next had, episode? He had, one, he had one steal, two turnovers, and four something. I don't know. On the next episode, we're going to talk about how Paul George. Had a negative two plus minus. Isn't who you think he is. Hey, he gave himself that nickname, Playoff P, and I told Remember I told you a couple weeks ago, this nigga is a fucking fraud? Yes. <laughs> this is why. Nine points. Ask me how many Kawhi had. How many did Kawhi have? 32. <laughs> 32 fucking points. This nigga, Paul George, gave you a stat line of nine, eight, and three. I bet you Kawhi wish he stayed in Toronto. I bet you he do. I bet you he really do. Them boys are balling. Well, granted, they're playing the, the Nets, okay? Like, but they've looked continuously as the best team in the East yeah, all year. They look like they can damn near beat... Uh, Hey, I'm going to tell you, they got to play, I think they got to play uh, Boston next. They're going to give Boston some shit. Yeah. They're going to give Boston some shit with a bunch of niggas that they don't have a star player. They have. They got Serge. Nigga, I said star player. <laughs> how, dare, a- how dare you? <laughs> the closest thing to star they have is Kyle Lowry. Is Mark still there? Mark who? That's all. Yes. There you go. Nigga. <laughs> he big in Spain. 
I mean, he big here, but he ain't no, he ain't no fucking star player. Yeah, no, he, he all right. Yeah. He nine points from a nigga that calls himself Playoff P. Boy, I seen somebody call him Playoff Paddington today. And I seen somebody said, I know why you use Paddington, because we can't bear to watch him play anymore. And boy, I almost threw my phone across the room. Now, I'm about to go on Twitter right now to look at the Paul George slander. I love Paul George slander. Damn, I love Manny Rose. <laughs> just, I just went in a whole different direction. She just got, she just, they just showed on the TV. I'm glad that you brought that up. That way we can sort of transition slowly into what we're supposed to talk about today. More details came out about. Oh, Sonya Deville? Yes. Yeah. She was testifying in court. About what happened, and they played the security footage. Mans was in that house right next to her. Like they showed a footage of her looking out the door, mm-hmm. and he walks around the corner. He's right next to her. Dog. The video that they played online of her in court testifying, she looks scared as hell. Still. Yeah, she do. I saw that the WWE has put a hold on really pushing that storyline. They're they're going to do a um, Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. Who Mandy Rose was in the house with her. That was yeah, her guest. That was that was her because they lived together. They're going to do a match where it's whoever loses has to leave. We're probably we probably know who's going to be the one losing that match. Um, I think they're going to give they're going to give Sonya some time off. Yeah. Then she needs to have some time off. Yeah, absolutely. She she definitely needs to have some time off uh, because of this. But yeah, I didn't like. I thought that he was outside. He was trying to get in the house. They caught him before he got in. I didn't know that he was actually in the house. And he had said he was like chasing around the house, and he said, "I'm going to kill the lesbian or something out of you." Yo. Yeah, this is just this is just scary. I'm glad that she's safe. I'm glad that Manny's safe. I'm glad that he's in jail where he needs to be. I hope and pray that she she gets better from this experience. I just hope that this doesn't have to happen again to anybody. And it's like you can't even like I know everybody will be quick to usually like blame like the fucking promotions for shit like this, but I've watched it online. She's gotten, they've let her be a lot more, I'm not going to say let her be more attractive lately, Um, but since she's come in. She definitely looks different. She looks like, you can can see her, she's, she's getting more attention, I believe. And she's a beautiful woman. But she's getting more attention now. But, there was literally nothing that WWE or anybody else could have done to avoid this shit. I said last week, motherfuckers don't understand how easy it is to get motherfuckers' locations and addresses and shit. It's not hard. It's not that hard. It's not as hard as people think it is. Your location is in every social media that you use. That's one of the, like, that's how you get tracked for shit. That's that's how that's how they know on porn sites that naughty people are in your area. 
it's so easy to get like the girl that we played on Thursday's show who talked about how she got Drake's number. She got that off of his Instagram. Yeah. And was texting him. And he was like, yo, who is this? And this was recent. This isn't like back in the early part of his career. This is like, this is recent. It was like the past few months. And there are, there are dudes and there are people in this world who are only doing things to, to get that attention from celebrities to get close to celebrities and uh, and imagine if the chick was a cra- like crazy and like got his shit and then tried to kill him and this dude right here man I, for me the kicker is the entitlement yeah like i'm your fan i should be able to do this that is craziness or I should talk to you this way. Yeah. Or, but that's how it's always been with people and celebrities. They feel like celebrity owes them something because you support them. I ain't never copped a Drake album or stream and been like, yo, Drake owes me a sit down. He owes me a conversation. He doesn't owe me anything. None of these people owe you anything. They're human beings just like you are. You've put these people on pedestals to the point where people are crazy and they're doing everything they can to fucking get to these people. And it's I've, it's disgusting, dog. And it's it's not a new thing. No. This is this since the since celebrities been celebrity. It's just with social media now, people think that they're having conversations with these people and they're friends. Nigga, Drake liking your comment or Sasha liking a comment or any of these people liking comments on a social media website means nothing. This is another thing I want to bring up since we're talking about we, we, we're having this recurring theme of creepy ass wrestling fans. You go to these meet and greets, right? And you see one of the female wrestlers. Fellas, I'm going to say this now. Keep your hands to yourself. You you seen that creepy ass picture of Becky Lynch and that oh, there's badass. A, there's a bunch of them. Where he was like hugging her and it was like like a prom picture and yes. she looked like she was ready to well, throw hands. Well, WWE just put it out like when we have these things you're, you're not allowed to touch them anymore. Please don't. If it's your child and she wants to hug Sasha Banks go ahead. Let the children have that moment but you're a grown ass man. Grown ass adult Keep your hands man. to yourself. Or like if you got a title belt you hold one in they hold one in. Do something like that. Don't hook. Don't don't put your hands on these women. What the was wrong with you? But that's that entitlement I was just talking about. Dude feels like I paid for this. I'm your biggest fan. Look at I got all your merch on. Why can't I get a hug? That is y'all are y'all some creeps, man. Yeah, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with these people, dog. Y'all some creeps. Let's go ahead and get into AEW. I watched it. Did Cody lose? Yes. He lost. Boy. He got his ass whipped. Dang it. Old boy beat the dog shit out of him. Man. And then. Cody did the job. Put him put him on the stretcher. Well, I already know why they're going in this direction. They're trying to bring the NWA guys in. Because NWA hasn't done a show in a while. Like, they got their women's champion um, challenging uh, Cheetah for the belt. Um, Nick Aldis or Aldi. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh-huh. But he. He's a shit. Him and Cody were going back and forth for the NWA World Championship before 
um, AEW was formed. And they were supposed to have a third match, but then Tony Khan sort of nixed it. But I'm guessing now they're trying to set. So I saw some people saying that they're probably trying to set up the third match. Um, I don't know if it would be for the NWA championship and they would bring it over to AEW to sort of give it some shine before they go back to doing their show. Mm -hmm. Because they're not that far, Jacksonville from Atlanta. So, I mean, it could could be great to see those two promotions actually go back and forth. Um, But I'm guessing that's why he went ahead and dropped that belt because they probably went and negotiated something to where they can do that. Yeah. Which would be fine. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. But they laid waste to the whole family. That whole Dark Order thing laid waste to the entire family. Wait, the the, the Rose family? Yep. Oh, shit. Like, they had old girl that just joined the, the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Put Brandy in the goddamn rear naked choke <laughs> on stage. <laughs> she was trying to protect her husband or whatever. <laughs> and Brody Lee was like, uh-uh, she got to get hers, too. They took <laughs> out. They took out. Excuse me. <laughs> they took out Arn Anderson. I, I fucking hate Arn Anderson. They took his ass out. Well, I, I don't like Arn Anderson with the passion. My man, Arn Cody, Anderson seems like he says the N-word. No. I mean, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm just like, yeah, no. Let's fuck Arn Anderson over here. Okay. Um, Cody was on a stretcher. They pulled his ass back out and just kept going in. Damn. You know, and then he slapped. <laughs> Brody slapped Cody across the head with a sack, right? And it was the broken up plates from the old belt the old tnt belt was the match no dq no this was afterwards oh my god the match was over and then they they did all of this and none of the elite came out and saved him so i think he's gonna i think that's gonna turn yeah because he's, like, he, he's about to turn heel anyway kenny is slowly turning yeah it's showing but i like it because he'll kenny was the cleaner and that's what he was getting shit off well because people don't realize a lot of people don't realize the bullet club was heels yeah well at least over in japan yeah they, they were meant with them over here they were meant to be here like yeah they went to be the nwo and nwo was heels <laughs> everything was bad guy about these groups you just liked them because they were cool and edgy but they were bad guys um my boy eddie kingston came back he made a well he's trying to make a stable with the the lucha bros and butcher and blade Mm. Which that'll be cool, but Eddie, man, that dude. When, when I tell you I love shit talkers, he's about to be on that list because the promo he cut to make them like try to be the stable. I was like, damn, I want to sign up. <laughs> like, that boy is good, and he's from uh, he's from the Bronx. Yeah. So, uh, what else happened on AEW? What else happened? Oh yeah, they announced some mimosa match with Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Yeah, say so that again. Here's a, here's say that deal. again. So here's a deal. what match? There's going to be a vat of mimosa next to them, and whoever you can win by either pin, submission, or you throw your opponent in the vat of mimosa. Do with that what you will. They also drown Norris Cassidy in champagne afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know how we hate how WWE beats something into the ground and makes it so stupid. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Oh, AEW is—they're right on their ass right now. 
Because, boy, y'all are doing everything to make this feud so fucking stupid. And and Chris Jericho, because he did create the Money in the Bank match. He did do that. He did. People sort of forget that. He went, went out there and sort of brought that up. Like, hey, I made this one match with the briefcase in the ladders. I'm going to make this match, too. And he's trying to build it up. But it just, I don't. It's, it's stupid. stupid. It's stupid. Man. It's stupid. It's stupid. It would be one thing if you just had it chilling and then. That wasn't really a stipulation, but that was like the way to end the feud. It's like Orange Cassidy wins and he throws Chris Jericho in the thing of Mimosa. And then that's like the end everything. That's one thing. But to make that a stipulation, that's stupid. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. Just have a regular match. They ha- they've had very good matches. Just They have. You don't need to put all this extra stuff on there. Just let them fucking. If anything, you should have did the $7,000 jacket match. On the pay-per-view that's coming up. On the 5th. You should have did that. And then by the time we get to that pay-per-view, is that is that where the match is going to happen at? Yes. Okay. I'm about to say, by the time we get to the pay-per-view, we're going to be fed up a bit. Because we all right, this will be the that's third match. Saying, like, if you, if you were going to do this, then why not have them feud then around this time you drop the orange juice on the jacket and then it's like, all right, you know what? You're paying for my jacket. No, no, no. And then you put that match on the pay-per-view and then it's like, all right, we're done. Man, I don't, I don't know. Like, even that would be too much, but that sounds better than I'm going to throw him in a vat of mimosa. Hey, can, can they not use, like, steel cage matches? They were going to do one. Remember? They were gonna that was going to be the that. blood and guts, right? Yes. What? And then they had to cancel that. Why can't they just do a like? Because usually you're gonna want a match that nobody can get involved to kind of end things. Like, why can't they just do something like that? Because this this mimosa thing is dumb as hell. Yeah, no, stupid. Renee Young is is leaving WWE. She Everybody is. is saying that she's going to AEW. I don't believe so. I think she could work anywhere. I don't think she's going to AEW. I don't think she is. Either. Why would she do that? I don't think she is. And you know what's funny? The only reason people have of saying that is because of it's because her husband works there. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's literally it. It's the only reason. But she could she could work anywhere. Like y'all don't realize that she could work at ESPN. She could work at Fox Sports. She could she can literally do any job. Like y'all y'all watch these people like Charlie Caruso, not Charlie Caruso. What's the girl? That I know who you're talking about. She went uh, to ESPN. Um, is it Kathy? Kathy. Yes. Kathy Kelly. Yes. And Kathy Kelly just did the backstage stuff and, like, the social media stuff. You think Ray Young couldn't walk on to, walk over to ESPN and be like, yo. And they would throw her a bag? Boy, yeah. she hosts the hell out of the show. She probably wouldn't have the interview. She would host the hell out of the show. She would be fine. What else? Uh, NXT TakeOver 30. I, I, okay, so I watched it, okay? It was all right. I want to get in on this Keith Lee situation here. What was the purpose of giving him two belts only for him to lose them both within a month? Give up one and then lose the other one? See, and I, t- I knew they were going to do some shit like this. Because they put themselves in the corner. What do you do now? Like I don't know. Because Karrion Cross is injured. He's he got, in- in- he got injured in that match. He's he injured? Separated his shoulder. 
Ooh. So what do you do now? So you have a, a, a tournament now for the fucking NXT shit? Like you just did for the North American shit? Well, they have a tournament. They had a lot of matches, but... This is the problem I'm starting to have with NXT. Okay, you took the belt off of Adam Cole. I understand that. Um, I'm going to get in that match in a second, too. You give it to Keith. Great. Fine. Who do you book for him to go up against first? Karrion Cross. Like, See, because, and I knew it was what, because Karrion Cross was about to fight Adam Cole. Remember, they were getting that program because Adam Cole, they started putting the fucking, the, uh, the time thing up there for him. So, I don't understand because I saw old boys coming back. Um, old boy looked like Kratos. Um, oh, um, my my guy. Tommaso Ciampa. I, I fucking love that little motherfucker, boy. That boy, he just be whooping ass. He don't really care. He don't give a shit. I love it when he start beating your ass on the outside and then he jump on the apron and start patting himself on the back and clapping. I love that shit. So <laughs> I I'm love guessing that they're shit. setting that up since the last time we saw him. He got his ass whipped by Karen. Yeah. Yeah, they need, so they're they probably need, setting that up for him. They to need Champa to come back. I, th- I think Champa should be back here soon. But are you calling Keith up? Like, is it like, damn, you know what? You too damn good down there. We need you. We need you up here on Mondays or we need you up here on Fridays. Because, you know, Vince got a hard on for him. Hey. And if Vince love you. If they, if if it's if it's anybody that's gonna get a a, a world a WWE championship and they black it's Keith Lee. So that's what I'm saying. Like, are, what is the end game with this? It just made no sense to give know. him both belts and then have him uh, uh, let go of one and then all right, I'm going to defend this one and then, then two weeks later it's like oh well. I honestly wish I knew. But if the end result is him getting up there and then mowing down the main roster, then yeah, do it. We'll have to see. But right now, I don't like this decision. But I've never heard anybody say that Vince had a hard-on for somebody coming out of NXT. Ever. So if that's true, that's, that's fucking huge. He loves Keith Lee. Because for... We 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 take Vince to task, which I thought that nigga was gonna get sent to God on Friday. <laughs> I thought the fiend was about to have his way with him. Uh, for a nigga that we criticize a lot, he's the one in charge. He's the one that makes the decisions. If he has a hard on for you, and you you're a fat black dude, nigga, you're as good as untouchable. Untouchable. He he's had a hold on for Roman Reigns for a long time. Roman Reigns is untouchable. He's he's had a hard on for Seth for a long time. Guess who's untouchable? I saw that um, somebody on Bleacher Report wrote how we have the champions we have now in WWE is because there's no live audience, so Vince can actually give the guys who we've always wanted to give you know championships and runs to these opportunities because you're sort of forced to go along with it. Now you're not watching the audience at home sort of boo. Like 
if Roman Reigns was actually there, he would he he would have a championship belt. Well, he was gonna have the belt anyway. No, yeah, you, and people don't people want to pick and choose shit. I don't agree with it because Roman decided not to be here himself. But he was gonna get the belt. He knew he was gonna get the belt. But they're saying it's because Vince doesn't have to force a champion on you like he would have a year ago. You sort of have to just go along with it. You sort of have to just go along with the story, which I think the problem, I, I think the biggest problem is I could agree with that, that fans have decided that the only thing that should be done is things that they want to be done. Which to a degree that makes sense just because you're trying to put butts in seats. But remember growing up, we would have champions that we fucking hated. And they seemed like they had the belt for the longest time. Chris Jericho was that for me. Dog, we, we just watched the product. If you're giving us a good product, we're going we're gonna to watch it. But we didn't feel like we needed that everything that we wanted was needed to happen. It's only when motherfuckers got too smart for their own good and social media did they start thinking, oh, we're just going to we're going to control the product. That's not realistic. That's not realistic at all. And everybody points to Daniel Bryan. You'd be hard pressed to tell me that that Daniel Bryan thing wasn't already going to be done. They were going to do it because they needed that comeback. They needed that story. Yes. They wanted to make him you like really, a Kurt Warner wrestler. You really think that they were going to run with Batista having the belt for how long? Like they he was gone that. like pretty quickly after that. You could tell they were about to do something with him with those championships because they started bringing up, ah, he slept in a car for six months. Dog, they let him beat Big Match John. Like, a lot of people that shouldn't have put him over, put him over. They, you, don't, you don't lose a main event. You don't, you don't win. You don't beat Big Match John and nothing comes of it. And then they did the thing with Randy Orton. Boom, you have a fucking storyline that's going to last for months. And it did. That shit lasted from SummerSlam to WrestleMania. How great is that? <laughs> that's, that's, that's instant booking, instant story for... Oh my God, I don't have to worry about WrestleMania season? Because you just gave me one of uh, this huge story? Beautiful. Come on now. Y'all niggas didn't change anything. That Occupy Raw shit, you don't do that. That's, that's not a real thing. Do you think that World Wrestling Entertainment, a billion dollar industry, is just going to let niggas gonna get upper, the upper hand is going to give it like, come on, man. I do think Kofi Mania was, was a product of social media, but yes. I... But well, I believe, I believe the same way that they're doing with Big E now, I believe that Vince was going to do something with him. Yes. Just because he's been loyal, he's been putting in all this. See, you got, and then we, even with that, Kofi was only in that Elimination Chamber match because old boy got injured. And I, I think Vince really saw, people, or well, he was, he was in that gauntlet match first. And that's what got people going, oh, wait a minute, look at Kofi. Well, he was in the gauntlet match because old boy got injured. Yeah, and then they yes. put him in the elimination chamber. And then he saw, Vince saw. And then Vince was like, oh, damn, I need to get behind this. Yeah, and they'll, they'll tell you, wrestlers tell you, some decisions don't get made until the match is going on. Which, 
I mean, to have Daniel Bryan do that, I'm pretty sure Daniel Bryan was cool with it. Oh, yeah. Kofi. Yeah. Like, Vince, Vince will give you a spot if he fuck with you. And Vince knows history. Vince knows there's never been a, a WWE champion that was black. Vince knows that. So do I think that Keith Lee might be the first black universal champion? Yes. Like, you never hear Vince McMahon talk about a, a NXT star or a black star like this. Yes, like... He's I've, talking about him like this is his second son. He loves Keith Lee. Which, I get it. There's nothing... What, what's there to not love about him? He's great on the He's mic. probably one of the best mic workers since The, the Rock. He's got great personality. He's super athletic. Like, you know you somebody when Brock fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. You like, know you've done some things. Yeah. So, and you haven't the limit. You, and you haven't even touched the main roster yet. And you're not going to tell me that Brock watches NXT. No. <laughs> I don't even think Brock watches any he, of it. Brock doesn't watch wrestling at home. Brock just be sitting with Sable. I wouldn't be surprised if Brock didn't have a TV in his home. He probably don't. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I do think he watches UFC, though. Oh, oh, most definitely. So if he does have a TV, I think that's what it would it would be on. Real fighting. All in all, NXT TakeOver was... I mean... It was what it was. It wasn't really special. I know they tried to make it, you know, it was the 30th one. We can do this, that, and the third. It wasn't that big of a deal for me. Um, I just, the the ladder match was cool. I'm seeing that the uh, hashtag fire velveteen is going around. I honestly didn't think he was going to be in any kind of championship match. Although they said this was pre-recorded a while ago, so I don't know what's going on with that because there's some more evidence that came out about him being a nasty fuck. So I don't know what the deal is with Velveteen. I mean, you know how I feel about this. Yeah, we already spoke on this. I'm just surprised that they still have him there. I'm also mad at WWE because they didn't let pristine brother number one, Dejon Coleman, Dog. and the goddamn Thunderdome. Dog, I was sick. That was my nigga Nick in there, though. Shout out to Nick. He was up there. I ain't seen. And here's the thing. Unless you like in the front row, you're not going to get seen majority. Like, anyway. It It looks... Cool. It's a cool concept. It's a I very cool. Like it. It's a very. It, it makes it look aesthetically. Everything looks better now. And they still have like I'm not gonna say fans. They still have like I'm guessing NXT trainees or whatever. They're still there. It's just you have the screens there, so you actually see fans. So it looks like yeah. an actual show because they have the arena set up that way. 
to make yeah, it look the, like they got the Amway show. Center. Yeah, so it's cool. I like. So it. they got the they got the stage. It look it, it aesthetically it looks really good. They got the stage set up now. There's no fucking plexiglass in the way. Like it looks good. Yes. There are people that are choosing to watch, not people that are employed by the company. It looks good. It's good. It's a great concept. I am... I almost slipped up. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. And it, it looked great on SummerSlam. So it's fine. Now they're showing a vignette, a vignette of uh, Randy Orton kicking people in the head. Oh, that's always great. What about Retribution? They talked about them earlier in the program. It's dumb. This Retribution thing is dumb. I don't understand why they're doing this. That <sighs> It's just dumb, man. This is just... But you know Vince McMahon is such good shit. Unless they are we still recording? Yes. Okay. Unless we start, unless they start murking niggas, I don't give a shit what they're doing. Yeah, it just, it just makes no sense to me. Start beating every, people up every time they do a storyline like this, where it's like a group of people that just go in and like destroy the show. It's like, what's the purpose? And then they just keep bringing like eighty different people in. Like, this makes no sense. Yeah, this ma- and then when they finally reveal who it is, it's only going to be like five people in there. It's going to be the most lackluster fucking reveal ever. Oh, yeah. It's built up and it's going to disappoint us. And it always, everything's built up like that for WWE. They're going to build it up, build it up, build it up, build it up, and then we're going to be disappointed. And one of the people is going to end up being probably like Dijakovic. He's probably going to be the leader or some shit like that. We could be writers down there, man. <sighs> Come on, man. Let's go be writers. Yeah, let's go ahead and just fill out the application and see, see what we get. You never know. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I mean, if I'm being guarded by Boban, I'm going to miss it anyway. <laughs> All right. And now to wrap everything up, it's SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Okay, so what were your initial reaction now that you've seen it twice over about the Thunderdome thingy? It it greatly enhances the product. Greatly. Yeah, it makes it... It's amazing. ...feel a little better. And you can tell they like it better because they have people that they can they can see that they're feeding off of. Like even though they're not there, you could tell they're feeding off of seeing the fans, which is dope. It is dope to actually see fan reactions to this, yeah. Instead of people who you paid to sit around the ring and react accordingly. And I knew it was only a matter of time before somebody got their shit off, uh, and somebody tonight had a fire velveteen. They put a fire velveteen poster. On their camera. And you could see it. I'm with that. 
Then they cut they cut their shit real quick. Well, actually, it wasn't real quick. It took them a while. <clears throat> but I don't think um, I don't think when you I think they you get I've asked Nick, but I think you get certain times like certain slots like time slots. Mm-hmm. I don't think the same people are there for the whole program. Because I know Nick went on. I think he said his was at like eight forty five. And then maybe he got to, I don't know if he got to watch the rest of the program or wh- whether he was up there for the rest of SmackDown. I can't, I have to ask him though. But uh, I thought, I mean, I think the pay-per-view left some things to be desired. Um, I'm trying to go match by match in my head. There wasn't a whole lot of title changes. It was only two of them. And those two you kind of knew were going to happen. Uh, I knew Oscar was going to beat one of them. Um, one of Bailey and Sasha. I just didn't know which one. I thought it was going to be Bailey actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes sense that it was Sasha since uh, Oscar is supposed to be a raw person. Uh, so that makes sense that she would beat Sasha, not Bailey. Uh. I'm waiting to see how long WWE slow cooks this shit with Sasha and Bailey. Because it it's slow been cooking it's, it now for like a year. And some it's been so long now. It's almost to the point where because and you know the match that comes from it is going to be fire, so you kind of just wait. But like, what are you waiting for? Now it's going to fuck around and come with a bullshit. Like it's going to be like Survivor Series or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Which is fine because Survivor Series is a good program but when, when you think of the big four that's like the bottom yeah I actually because they do say it's like a big five now because money in the bank is now like one of them but I would at this point I'll probably put money in the bank ahead of Survivor yeah. Series but I get why they keep Survivor Series there. and I do and you know what And I, I, I enjoy Survivor Series every year I enjoy like the elimination shits and everything because things Fun shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Remember last Survivor Series? Mm-hmm. They they included NXT. And NXT won the whole night. That's when I fell in love with Rhea Ripley. Yeah. That's when a lot of the world realized that Keith Lee was that nigga. Um, so, I mean, the big, I mean, the biggest thing about the SummerSlam was, of, of course, uh, Roman coming back. Which I knew he was coming back at some point. I was just trying to figure out when it was going to be. But it makes sense that they got the Thunderdome shit up up and running, and he's back. That makes sense to me. Uh, he didn't want – he's not one of the people that wanted to be there with no fans or anything. But he also didn't want to be subject to getting COVID and taking it home to his newborns and his wife and mm-hmm. shit like that. So uh, he, he said – his immune system wasn't the problem. So I can only take that at face value because, I mean, he knows better than I would. Um, But I think, I think them not having fans there um, probably prolonged people staying away. I think you'll, I think Sammy will be back here soon now too. Uh, Sammy and Zane. I think we're going to see a lot of people come back that haven't been there because of the fact that he can up. Uh, there's some type of crowd audience now that they can 
get energy off of. Um, I don't think Brock's going to come back for a while. Only because he don't, I don't, I would be, I would be surprised if he came back because of Thunderdome. But I would also, I wouldn't be surprised at the same time because he still has to make his appearances. So, the check's got to get cashed. But I don't want to see him come back and automatically start fighting Drew McIntyre. I would honestly rather him come back and fuck with, uh, I want him and Lashley to have that match that they've been putting off forever. Something. Like, don't just throw him back into the title scene. I don't want to see that. I know that nigga, they're about to deal with Roman. At least he'll, he'll probably like Merck. They might let him fight Braun for a month or so and then throw him to Bray, but I don't know. Either way, I don't care because I'm excited Roman's back. I'm not one of those people that don't like Roman Reigns. I like Roman Reigns. I think his brand of wrestling is fun and exciting, and I, I, I'll, I can only believe that he's come he's come back with more moves too. When people have been away for a while and they come back, they come back with new shit. Okay, so quick update. The person who had the Velveteen Dream sign up, name is Remy Steele. Been banned, oh, yeah, I saw, him on, I saw him on Twitter. Yeah, been banned from the Thunderdome indefinitely. Yeah, because they do, like, when you sign up, they tell you that. Mm-hmm. And they just posted a picture of the banning. Wow. Who would you like to see Drew McIntyre fight now that he beat? Um, you know who I'm a root for. Old boy that's going to be showing up today. You Keith. think Keith Lee is going to jump Keith. right to it? Keith. I, no, you asked me who I want to see, and I want to see Keith go for it. But they're going to – I think they're going to try to build him up a little bit first before he gets that opportunity. Let's see, he did Randy Orton. I really thought Randy was going to get it this time. I kind of thought he was too, but I'm kind of glad they didn't do that. Who else can he go up against unless it's Seth again? Or are they, are they still going to keep the Rey Mysterio thing going? I don't know because I'm sick of that too. Although Dominique. Uh, Dominic. What does daddy call him? Dominic. Well, Eddie called him Dominique. Yeah. Listen. Uh, Mysterio Jr. actually uh, did a good job. Yeah, they said. Uh, they said when they when he's been training for a couple of years to do this. And, so uh, is he officially signed as a wrestler, or was yeah, this like a? I think he's been signed. To be honest, I think he's been signed. I think he does like he wrestle. He does like the NXT shit. Like they had the Rock's daughter like training and shit. Mm-hmm. I think he was doing that, and then they had him in this storyline. But from what I've heard, they're gonna—they're not gonna call him Dominic when he actually debuts as a real wrestler. Because they say he had like ring stuff ready and everything, but he didn't want to debut it. Now he wanted to wait until he debuted as an actual wrestler. Uh, they're supposed to be calling him Prince Mysterio. Because hmm. evidently, Ray in Spanish is king. king. So they'd be calling him Prince Guerrero. Not Guerrero. So you got me messed up. Prince Mysterio. Because <laughs> you know the truth. Shut up, nigga. Y'all know the, y'all know the truth, man. Here we go. It's on YouTube if y'all want to see the truth. Yeah, let's believe YouTube now. 
YouTube will tell you that Joe Button's teeth are real. No, man, he got them bleached. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get that uh, that Roman Reigns merch. That shirt was kind of hard. Oh, I thought you were about to say you you about to get Roman Reigns teeth because he got the same teeth as Joe. Listen, we, if we get successful, your boy's hopping out with fake teeth. You damn right. I'm absolutely getting for You damn right. I'll be the, I'll be the first place I go. And my teeth ain't even bad. I'm that'd be the like. I know rappers get like jewelry and shit. I'm going straight to wherever you go to get veneers. I feel like it, every time you go up a tax bracket, you got to get new teeth. Your mouth has to oh match. Oh my god! I just seen some Roman Reigns came back with the money pack yo teeth. <laughs> like his teeth <laughs> look huge. Mm-mm. But that was great uh, having him just randomly uh, come in and just destroy. Well, yeah, because that really destroy. It was but, a nice surprise. Yeah. It was nice. See, if John Cena had learned that earlier in his career. To go away a little bit yeah. and then come back. I mean, granted, there was a pandemic going on. Dude was trying to save his family. But if John Cena did that about mm, two or three times, he'd be loved right now. Well, you know, here's the funny thing. He did. I mean, he had a, a couple injuries that kept him away for a little bit. And then he would make, like, shocking returns. No, because I remember, yeah, I remember he broke his neck and he wasn't going to be able to show up for, like, six months. And he showed up three weeks later. Do you remember when he came back at the Royal Rumble? Yes. Remember the ovation he got there? Yes, but he was gone for a while. That's what what I'm saying. I'm talking about, like, there was, like, a two, three-year span where he just didn't go anywhere. Oh, yeah. And it was like, why? Why, Why is he here? The best ability is availability. Nah. (laughs) <laughs> come to work every day like you're supposed to that's what you gotta do the best ability is availability what else uh... oh I'm still trying to think of who could uh... oh yeah who could who could face who they would put up against him next? I don't know. Maybe maybe well, I don't think they do Seth again. They just did that. Maybe maybe Kevin Owens. Oh, hold on. Maybe Kevin Owens. Uh, they're not gonna do Lashley. I already did Lashley. Uh, I know they have they have options. They have a lot of people that we haven't seen in a while, or really aren't busy right now or anything. I mean, have Alistair. Um, they have options. Maybe Brock's coming back, and maybe that's going to be who he fights. Maybe he, maybe he's fighting yeah, Keith he's, Lee. He cuts a promo, and then Brock comes out of nowhere. Yeah, maybe Keith Lee is the, the guy. But if you, if you, if that's the case, then you really paint yourself into a corner there because you can't really have Keith Lee take that loss like that that early. I mean, I guess you could unless if it was a really good. Any, any joints hurt business, but I mean, unless, unless somebody like interferes or something, I can see that. I need Keith being in a in a stable. He's better off on his own. Oh yeah, he, when you're in a when you're in a stable, that means you really can't talk very well. Or or something is up to where they need to build you into like more yeah. of a. And he definitely would be in a heel stable. Nah. But I don't Keith Lee being a heel would actually. I guess we'd have to see. I guess we pull that off. I guess we have to watch Raw to find out. I know that's they the got part. us. They we got gotta, us. We gotta watch Raw. They got us. They fucking got us. 
Because now I want to watch Raw and I want to watch SmackDown because I want to see what Roman Reigns is going to do. They got us. Huh. I see you. Okay. I mean, maybe Apollo Crews can get out of this fucking continuous saga with the Hurt business. Yeah, this black on black crime got to stop. Every and WWE does that all the time. When they have like a minority, they want to put them against all the same minority people. Remember for that two month span where they had the four, the four or five Mexicans on the roster yeah. fight each other like every week in different combination. Like, why do you? Why? Why does that need to happen? Remember when they had the Klansmen mow down all the luchadors? I ain't forget. They had a big ass Klansman come in and just beat up all the little Mexican people, and then he just disappeared after everybody found out that he was actually a Klansman. Yeah, and he kept having fucking. <laughs> panic attacks about people watching him do the thing he's supposed to be doing well huh go figure I'm not joking people he was literally in the clan you had the grand wizard coming down the room he he disappeared pretty quick didn't he right back under his hood damn that was crazy that was last year too yeah niggas had plans for him too (laughs) Vince was about to push him that nigga was climbing on a top turnbuckle, jumping off on people. I was like, look at this motherfucker here. Racism. He was on wings. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, nepotism will keep you employed for a while. Especially when the, the people that you're a descendant of are still really close with the owner. Yeah. It, it, it always helps. Really close. Don't burn your bridges, kids. Don't burn your bridges. Yeah, keep them things intact so your kids and, and, and such can when go through. You, when you're subpar at everything you do, those bridges will keep you employed when others have lost their job who are better than you. Just remember that. That's my that's my tip of the day for everybody. Nepotism is great. I wish I had more people in high positions that were my relatives. I would milk the shit out of nepotism. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I, I'll do it. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Is it really cheating, or is it just the door being held open for you? Well, if the door is being held, but you keep knocking niggas out that run toward the door, oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of cheating. It's, different. it's a little I, different. I didn't know you was throwing elbows at people behind you. I mean, that's kind of what nepotism is. Other people are better at the job than you, but because your pe- your people's work here, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a job. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. It's all good, though. It's all good now. My nigga, we out the hood now. Is there anything else we need to get into? I mean, I could spend 27 minutes talking about Paul George, but I'll wait. <coughs> I want to see how these cards fall. That line is just trash. Trust me, if these niggas get washed, I might have a whole episode of, for you of just me. Just go, going at their necks, boy. What if they lose by your birthday? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Because I have a whole birthday episode planned for you. Bro, but- if these niggas lose... In the first round, by my birthday, 
I don't know what I'll do. I honestly don't know what I'll do. That would be the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. That. That'll be. The the proverbial cherry. On top. <laughs> to, to see these niggas who... Oh, God, they didn't want to be Lakers at all. Oh, no, we do not want to be Lakers. We want to go establish something for our own. Only to take over the forum. And this going to be the loneliest looking shit ever. <laughs> Ain't got no banners, no nothing, no retired... Do they, do they retire Clippers players? Uh, do niggas stay around long enough to be retired as a Clipper? <laughs> Let me see. Because the Clippers used to be that team where, like, a lot of the old-time players used to go and, like, try to, like, play an extra two years before they actually retire. Yeah. Because seeing Dominique Wilkins in a Clippers jersey sort of broke my heart. Oh, my God. I've never seen that. Only three teams as of 2020 do not have any retired numbers. The Clippers, the Magic, and the Raptors. Which I get why the Raptors don't, but they will here in a second. Yeah, they're gonna have a few. They're gonna they're gonna retire Vince's shit. They're gonna re- they're, they're, yeah they're gonna retire Vince's. They're probably gonna retire Lowry's. Yeah, they'll retire Lowry's. Yeah. Uh, Do they retire Leonard's? No. Even after he. You don't re- you don't retire mercenaries. Oh, okay. Goddamn. Ooh. All right, then. That that's what, I mean. You don't you don't do it. But Lowry, yes, they might they might double back and get DeRozan if you if we keep another buck. Yeah, because he didn't want to leave, but no, they no. just saw a better option with Kawhi, and they were he, like, "All right." He helped bring them back to where they were. Yeah. Which I say back, but they had only been there for like a second. They, matter of fact, they had never really been to where they took them. Even Vince didn't do it like they did it. Um, they might as well. They can retire LeBron shit up there, too, because he was sunning them for so many damn years. Why about? So, yeah, they can they can retire some jerseys. I mean, yeah, the Raptors ba- can retire some jerseys. Bosh, maybe. Because Toronto didn't really bug out the way that Cleveland did when Bosch. No, they didn't. They were they're Canadians. They're nice. Yeah, they were chill. Plus, you know, Bosch gave them so many great memories up there, especially with the twist. Uh, you talking about the fake dreads he had? And he had dreads like Fetty Wap. That's all I could think of, really, for the yeah. Raptors. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know what else to. Talk about. I mean, Nas, Nas and Hit Boy did what they needed to do on that album. By the way, I was supposed to mention that earlier, but I forgot. Big Mensa dropped something. I have and, it, and I didn't listen to it yet. But and it was, it was. He was all right. I heard he was rapping. Yeah, he 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 stayed off of social media for a minute and actually got back to doing what. Okay. Okay. We love to hear from him, so he did all right. And Jane Farrell had a song where Farrell was whispering half the time. Yeah, I didn't really understand that. I didn't either. I didn't know what the purpose was behind that. Uh, Travis put out a new song for that movie, Tenet. Tenet. 
I didn't uh, hear the song yet, though. I, I sort of want to see that in theaters, but I don't want to die. Yeah, I, if I go to the theaters, I'm literally taking... I'm going to sit by blocked-off seats, and I'm going to in like a, reserve like two seats past that. In a full hazmat suit. Like, I'm not... I don't, and I honestly don't think I'll be able to do that. To be honest with you, because I'm not trying to do all. But that. I feel like I need to see that in theaters. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which niggas is talking about when when Nolan realizes he's not gonna get the money back that he thinks he's gonna get on that shit. That should go to video on demand real quick. Which would suck for him, but it is it's what it is. Really, his. I mean, it's not like the movie's gonna suck. Yeah. But I mean, imagine seeing the first time you saw. Um, What's the movie? Inception? Yeah. Oh, no. no imagine, I had to see that in theaters. Exactly. Imagine the first time you see that being on a regular ass TV. No, I, couldn't even, I can't even watch it on TV now. Really? It is not the same. It is not the same. I watch it on TV now because I know what it was like watching it on, in the theater. No, it's not the same. I tried. I tried. I gave it a good 30 minutes. I said, no, this ain't the same. I need a bigger screen. Hmm. What else? Saw the trailer for Bat- for the Batman. Should look kind of tough. Okay, so I was iffy about how Robert Pattinson looks as Bruce Wayne in this. I don't got to be honest. I don't think he's Bruce Wayne. Got to be honest. I was put off. I don't think he's Bruce Wayne. And then I saw him give whoever that was the hands. Oh yeah, he. That nigga did it and I said, all right, I'm going to watch this now. Yeah, I don't think that's Bruce Wayne, though. You think it's Thomas? Yeah, because I read that um, somewhere that fucking um, well, they said Michael about... Keaton is in the movie, too. And he's... No, no, oh, no, he's not in this. He's not in this. He'll be in the Flash. He'll be in the Flash movie. No, I, They said, I just read that Ben Affleck is the Batman in the Flash movie. They're both going to be in it. They're doing the Flashpoint shit in the Flash movie. Because they're going to drop the, uh, what you call it? The, what you call it? The, the Justice League again, mm-hmm. but the Snyder Cut. Yeah. And the Snyder Cut had more Flashpoint parts in it. Okay. And so this Flash movie is going to have that to where they show like the different Batman from different eras and stuff. Because gotcha. they wanted to do that on the TV shows when they did that. Yeah. But they didn't have enough money for Michael Keaton to come in and do it because, I mean, it's Michael Keaton. Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah. So that's why they got old boy from, from, what's his name? I'm mad now. He was the comedian that was in the first two Batman movies with Michael Keaton in it. And he he worked at the, uh, he worked for the newspaper. I'm not sure. What's his name? He was Arliss. What was that? Oh movie? yeah, I know you're talking about. But they got him in the TV show instead, and he was like reading the newspaper, and he saw the bat signal, and he was like, "Oh, I'll go get him, big guy." Oh, gotcha. Or whatever. Okay. So yeah. Well, either way, I'm excited about those movies because they're trying to bring up the uh, Batman Beyond movie. Yeah. Which would make sense to bring Michael Keaton in if they're going to do two yeah. different Earths. See, I'm and I'm. I'm I didn't. I didn't know if I was gonna be okay with Robert Pattinson being Batman, but he was wrecking shit, and yeah, I was no, like, "Hey, yeah, look no. at him wrecking shit!" Yeah, up, up until <laughs> if if I had turned that trailer off before then, I probably would have had my mindset on not watching it. And he beat the shit out of that dude. Yeah, he did. 
Just like Ben Affleck, when he was fighting in that movie, he beat the shit out of whoever that was. See, and I didn't mind Ben Affleck being Batman. Yeah, I just didn't like the ears on the Batman, but it that's just cool. It just ended really quickly. <laughs> like, why did you have to end so quick? But apparently this Snyder Cut of the Justice League is supposed to be way better than what we got in theaters. Yeah, I just, I got a, they put a trailer on Twitter and I saw it and I faved it, but I haven't watched it yet. And then Wonder Woman is supposed to be the, the look. Yeah. I, I, I might need to go see that. It looks kind of tough. I'm I'm anxious to see Kristen Wiig in a in a serious movie. She looks like she about to body that role. She do, but I would like to see it, and I'm excited to see it. Mm. So DC might they might they might be yeah, able to make it some ground. Be, yeah, yeah, this might be. But they got to figure out what story what what storyline they're gonna stick to and just go with it. They can't keep dancing around shit. Yeah, this this is about to be your Batman. They can't keep doing this shit. Like every every two years, have a different Batman. Well, this Robert Pattinson one is supposed to be its own little standalone, like Joker. Yeah. Which I hate that. Then why even make it? That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the purpose? You just use all the time to make a movie when you could have just made a Batman movie to go with where you're at. Like that's the only reason why I love Marvel. Is or you, because if they if they if they built something about a character, there's a reason behind everything yes. they do. There's no wasted motion. Like you you spent the money to make this the Batman movie. You could have made a cyborg movie. You could have made a uh an actual Batman movie. You could have made so many movies to go with where you're at now. But uh. no. Oh, and Suicide Squad is coming. Uh, it's called the Suicide Squad. Okay. They got to They got to do the extra, the extra word to differentiate between. I watched Birds of Prey the other day. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's all I got. I mean, it wasn't bad, but I don't. That movie was trash. I'm not about to sit here and fucking. That movie, that movie. He's like, oh man, I need to see this. That movie was trash. I didn't mind it. It was trash. First of all, Harley Quinn has nothing to do with the Birds of Prey. They just threw her in there because they need this money, this movie to make some money, which yeah. it didn't. Yeah, I didn't mind it. it. It was trash. But I also don't know the source material, so. Yeah, no, the movie was trash. But the actual cartoon. See, I need you to watch that. I need you to watch Umbrella Academy too, nigga. For one, it's been four days since you told me about all this. I need you to watch Umbrella. <laughs> I'm Academy. not watching all this shit four days. Then I need for you to watch Harley Quinn. Because actual cartoon, it's funny, but they actually stick to a lot of source material. I don't, yeah, I don't really care about the source material. It's great. It's awesome. It's funny. Old girl from. Uh, Big Bang Theory plays Harley Quinn. Which one? The main one. Penny? The main chick, yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever her name is. I don't watch Big Bang Theory. Kaylee Quoke, oh, you, but you know she's up there. Yeah, because I saw her talking about it, and I was like, oh, shit, that's her. Why do people not like Big Bang Theory? I don't understand. It's, you know what it is? I think it's because so many people, is sort of like friends to me. So many people like, oh, you gotta watch it. It's really funny. And then I watch an episode, and maybe it wasn't the best episode to watch, but once I don't laugh at it, it's like, 
So y'all just yeah. gonna tell me something is this good, but it's actually trash. I've always enjoyed it. I mean, there's some episodes that I'm just like, yeah, I don't need to watch this. But more more so than not, I and I can't remember it. what episode made me go, yeah, I'm not watching this again. See, and I'm not usually a person that's like, yeah, you need to watch this. When it comes to sitcoms, kind of not everything is funny to everybody. The only time I usually tell people to watch it is like dr- dramatic shows. Yeah, because you really can't like either. I mean, it, the good the acting the acting so. It is what it is. But with comedy, you can have a whole different kind of comedic taste and just be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not liking this at all. Because, I mean, there's some, I've, I've watched comedies that people have told me to watch and I've been like, this shit's not funny. Delgit put me on some movie. I think it's called, it was called like Alone Together or some shit like that. It was like a kid. He was, it was like this dude and this girl they used to date, but they don't date anymore, but they're fucking losers. And his sister is like super successful. But Delgic told me it was fucking hilarious, and I was, I watched that shit, and I wanted to cuss him out. I watched two episodes. I was like, this shit is fucking trash. I remember um, somebody, back when it first came out, it was called Idiocrity? Or it, what was the name of that movie? Idiocracy? It was something stupid like that. It was a movie? Yeah. It had Terry Crews in it, and he had on, like, wigs and shit. But he was like the president or like the king or whatever. It was it was bad. It, one of the Wilson brothers was in it. Mm. I don't think it was Owen. I think it was the other one. Luke? Yeah, the less funny one. Yeah. And The one I was in, uh, Legally Blonde. Yeah, it was it was just... And dudes were bigging that up. Oh, man, it's so funny. It's hilarious. And then I watched it. And I was like, this movie is trash. You don't get satire. And I said, this is not satirical. This is trash. That's like I, I, I'm still. I, have I told you about my hatred of J.J. Uh, Abrams? No. Oh boy. So, long time ago, a movie was getting hyped up called Cloverfield. Oh my god. Okay. I'm seeing this movie, Dom, seeing the, like, the trailer and shit. He's excited. Cause I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm going to take him to see it. As a big brother, I'm, we're going to go to movies together, and we're going to watch this shit. The huge thing about it was that you never see the monster in the trailer. You never see what's going on. You just see it's like shaky cameras, like Blair Witch Project. So I was like, huh, let's go check this shit out. So I take Dom on a Saturday afternoon, and we go see this movie. And within the first 15 to 20 minutes of the movie, I knew I was in for it. (laughs) And because I'm too stubborn to just admit that I was wrong, sometimes, I stuck it out. We stuck it out. We sat through the whole movie. Boy, was I mad. That movie was fucking horrible. What's a movie that I watched recently that I just said, I can't believe I said, I think I fell asleep twice to it. Oh, that new Blade Runner? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That movie was trash. But ever ever since that movie and that day, because Josh J.J. Abrams wasted my money and quality time with my brother, I've hated him. Now there have been times where I've been open to seeing if he's bettered himself, and sometimes I've been wrong. But most of the times I've I've held my ground. Now I did watch the Cloverfield uh, that that Cloverfield movie with uh, John Goodman. Did you see that one? No. On Netflix? 
It was like 1619 Cloverfield Land or some shit like that. It was actually pretty good. But it was more so about, so that nigga had a bunker. <laughs> yeah, he made like a doomsday bunker. And I guess when the Cloverfield shit happened, it started happening everywhere. Or it like it went out into the country. Um, so that nigga lived in the bunker and this girl like stumbled upon it. So he had her living in there with him and then another dude. And it was about like their life down there. Mm. But it was crazy. Like like he had rules and shit to make sure that nothing happened. That you can never leave the bunker. It was just like he had enough shit down there for like years. I was like, oh, let me check this out. So I watched it one night. I think it was up late. I was like, fuck, let me just bite the bullet and check this shit out. And it was actually pretty good. It was actually pretty good. But yeah, go ahead and uh, watch that umbrella. But I fucking hate H.J.J. Abrams. Um, what else? Did you ever watch Hateful Eight yet? Yeah, I watched it a long time ago. Oh, okay. Say. That's the Quentin Tarantino shit? Yeah, yeah I watched it so long. I watched it with you. When? <laughs> Dog, in the old apartment. No, that wasn't Hateful Eight. We watched The Magnificent Seven together. With Denzel Washington? No, I, we watched Hateful Eight, too. When? I'm trying to think. Hold on, let me pull up Hateful Eight real quick. With Samuel L. Jackson and... Yeah, we definitely watched that together. I don't remember. Wow. Guess our quality time doesn't matter either. We watched a shitload of movies together, D. <laughs> but you can remember when we watched What's Love Got to Do With It. Your brother... <laughs> your brother... Because you... You... you 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 did that movie. <laughs> ah, you did. That. I'm not going to bring up what you did, but yeah, you was foul for that. That's your opinion, nigga. You say never mind. Never mind. We're done. But what? Oh, your brother Dom is great at finding trash movies that we can all laugh at together. Like around Halloween? Are you talking when we watched VHS? When we was watching just like <laughs> that that time when we went over your house for Halloween. Yeah, we did. And it, we were just watching trash ass yeah. movies. But we were having a time of our lives. Yes. Like he's perfect for that. That nigga, if that movie, if any movie got some tits or ass in it, he's watching it. <laughs> he's like, no matter what, this shit could be, this shit could be the worst movie ever. If you had one tit flash, he's watching that shit for that. It's the greatest movie. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like he's just going for one thing and that one thing only. And he makes it very known. I see a TV movie, this shit's getting five stars. <laughs> and then we'll tell everybody else to watch it. And then when niggas are like, yo, this movie was ass. He's like, But you saw the titty at the, the twelve he, minute mark, right? <laughs> he will hype up the movie to be like one of the greatest pieces of cinema ever, only because it had a, maybe an areola in it. Dog, he probably I don't know if he's ever seen Eyes Wide Shut. But if he sees that shit, oh my god, I might be his magnum opus. If he watches Caligula, <laughs> oh my god, this is such a pervert dog. <laughs> I look at him like this movie's fucking horrible. He's like, yo, there was titties in it, nigga. You're you're too old for this. You're married. <laughs> you see titties all the time. Oh, God bless him. But that VHS shit was wild though. What how many? Well, how many did we watch? It was like was that VHS? There was a, was it a sequel like to two or three of them, I believe. Because I know each movie has like individual movies in it. Mm-hmm. I think we only saw two. 
We might have to do that again this year. Yeah, we got to do that again. That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to have a movie night at my house. Yeah, we definitely got to do that again this year. So I just I'm, I'm gonna turn all the lights off and just have a turn your phones off, sitting here and just watch movies. Yeah, I think we might do that for Halloween when it's cooler out. Yeah, man, that should be that should be fire. Yeah, man, I think I'm gonna do it. But Dom has got to be here though. Oh, absolutely, I need, absolutely, Dom here because he makes that viewing experience that much better. So, would you rather watch a movie with Dom or me? Okay, so for great <laughs> dramatic, like cinematic shit, you. But for like horrible ass movies that I would have never looked at, like on Netflix and shit, Dom. It's understandable. It's definitely understandable. So like the movies that you just get past, I need him here because he's gonna make this feel like Oh man, I'm so glad we did this. Da, da, da. Man, it's a great movie. I'm about to <laughs> I'm about to Dog. tell everybody to watch this. And we'll look at each other. Like, we would never watch it. Dog. <laughs> like, I would have never watched that VHS movie. Because, you know, I think we did that because I had watched all the Saw movies, like, by myself. I know when I showed up, because I just got off of work that day, and I showed up, and y'all were, like, two movies deep, I think, at that point. Yeah, I think you're right. Because Melinda had left, and then Alana had showed up. Niggas was always it. at my house, y'all feel yeah. like. <laughs> it's like we traded one woman for the other. But Alana had showed up and we watched that sequel to um oh my, yo, Tales from the Hood. Yo. Dog. Let me tell you let me tell you people about that fucking movie. If you've never seen Tales from the Hood too, if you have a time in your life where you're just at your lowest. You're at your lowest. You're just like whether like your your shorty or your boyfriend broke out with you. Uh, a member of your family or friend has passed away. Maybe your car needs a bunch of work you can't afford. Maybe you got fired from your job. This movie's not going to help any of that. But that should be when you watch it. Just to realize that life could be a lot worse. That's 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 how good this movie is. I wish I could give you a breakdown, but at one point, uh, what was those things called at the beginning of the movie? Gollywogs. At one point, uh, Gollywogs impregnated a white woman. a white woman, and then had she had a birth of a bunch of Gollywogs. If you don't know what a Gollywog is, go ahead and Google that first and. Read up on how racist this country truly was back in the late 1800s to early 1900s. And then go ahead and watch that clip. At one point in the movie, they you you watched Emmett Till, Emmett Till die. That's what we were watching. And we had no idea. Because nobody told us anything about it. We watched that. So hopefully you won't have to go through that. But Keith David was in it. That's all that really matters. God bless him. He's a... That man has uh, a voice. He's a fine thespian. That man has a voice that I would kill for. Ah, yes. This shit's... (laughs) 
No, I would never watch that movie again. Well, his was a little deeper. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. The shits. shits. <laughs> hey, I saw old boy just celebrated his 80-something, uh, 81st birthday, by the way. Who? Old boy from the original one. The devil from the original one. For He's real? still alive, yeah. Still alive. He was Prince's daddy in Purple Rain. Oh, God bless him. What else was he? The devil in Tales and Hood? No, Tales I'm saying that. Um... He was Bumpy Johnson. He was Bumpy Johnson. American Gangster. Oh man, what was it? what's his name? He was the dad in Sugar Hill. He was pretty abusive in his music, his movie career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's Hold been on. all over the place. His name is on the tip of my tongue, but I cannot think of it. But I'm, it's like Clarence something. Clarence something. Um, <laughs> why is this nigga not having listed on the cast for fucking American Gangster? Clarence Williams III. Yes, that's his name. That's his name. Man, this cast. He was in I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. I remember that. Mm hmm. He was in Hoodlum. Man, this cast for fucking American Gangster was crazy. He was Winston Hancock in Life. Mm -hmm. Remember, he got killed? Life, life. Life, life. Life, life. But go ahead and follow the show on. This ain't a pod on both Instagram and Twitter. We will see y'all on Thursday. Good night, Wichita. Live, live. Oh, y'all know about that. Y'all know about that. Come on, man.